Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my good friend, Kate Kershaw, and she talks to me about her love of hosting, whether it's a party, a small gathering, or a Thanksgiving dinner for 32 people. Uh, Kate just loves everything that goes along with being the host of any of those events. Uh, she enjoys cooking and making place settings look nice and having to kind of scurry about and clean things as things go along so that everything doesn't just turn into a giant garbage pile of a party as I'm sure anyone who has hosted a party for before can relate to uh man so much fun we definitely spend a decent amount of time talking about our uh southern upbringings as uh that was the first thing she cited when i asked what she thought the origin of her love of hosting was she was like well i'm from the south uh which i can't uh find room to um uh you know, that makes perfect sense to me, <laughs> uh, that, that hospitality of hosting someone is definitely a large part of Southern culture. Um, and so we, we spend a decent amount of time on that. We also spend a decent amount of time towards the end talking about just our general like lives and schedules, uh, which I think was fun and made sense in context. Uh, so enjoy that part too. Um, Kate, it, is someone that I, I had a couple class. I'm not sure if we ever actually had a class at IO. I think she, uh, subbed into one of my classes once and I was like, this girl's hilarious. I want to know everything about her. Uh, so that's why I creepily am like, Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that before because it, she told me like one time and I just archived it cause I think she's great. And, and, uh, I didn't want to forget that information. Anywho, enjoy this because I did. Um, and come on out to when Kate, uh, is part of the fun at a new run at the annoyance called fishbowl. It's hosted by my improv group Sight unseen, which I have spoken about on the podcast before I've had group members Steve Nelson and Jimmy Pennington on the show, and I'm going to attempt to get as many others of them as I can, whether they like it or not. Um, it's going to be at 8 o'clock at the Annoyance Theater on Thursday nights for the foreseeable future. The way Kate will be playing into it is that the middle, the first set of the show will be an independent team comprised at least partially of annoyance students, past or present. The second set of the show is a mashup of sorts of four or five annoyance veterans, people who are teachers, past performers at the theater, current performers at the theater, which Kate falls into, uh, and they will be playing with a group of annoyance students who get their annoyance IDs pulled out of a fishbowl 
at the top of the show. So it's really cool. It's a good opportunity for uh, students to get some stage time. It's in the small theater, which I think is just an incredibly conducive space for intimate improv. And then uh, the show will be closed out every week by my group, Sight Unseen. If that sounds like something that you'd enjoy, come check it out. I can guarantee you'll get something out of it, whether it's hey, man, that was a great show, or, well, I know how to not have a show. Um, (laughs) I don't think that's ever what you'd leave with. But, hey, you know, it's a fear we all have. Um, Cool. Come check that out. I'm proud of it. I really like that team, and I'm glad to be able to loop people like Kate into the fun. Uh, this weekend in Los Angeles, California, the Nerdalogs will be having two shows. One is at UCB Sunset. It's 1030 on Friday night, February 6th. The, that is a sketch show that we're doing in conjunction with our friends Eric Roth and Eric Siegel, who will be opening for us with, I believe, an improv set. If that sounds enticing, pay $5 at the UCB Sunset Theater. To come see our show. If you don't live in Los Angeles, I'm sorry, this isn't pertinent. Maybe you don't live in Chicago either, and, and none of these show plugs are ever pertinent. Do you just skip this part? On Saturday, February 7th, we will be having a show at 7 p.m. at Dinosaur Coffee, also on Sunset in Los Angeles. That is a an edition of our monthly show, Your Stories. Uh, I will be telling a story... Because it's at a coffee shop, our theme is Grind. The lineup for that looks pretty darn great, so feel free to look it up on the internet. Um, Because I feel as though I've already spent a lot of time talking about something that will apply to so few people. Um, But come to those if you have any ability or interest. And uh, I think that's it. If we can go keep it right, keep it tight. Um... We didn't talk about this on the cast, but uh, I enjoy hosting this show. Hey, (laughs) more weak attempts at jokes like that one and me flipping out over the food things that Kate talks about preparing that sound delicious in this episode. Thank you for listening. Oh, Chicago got the first... fifth worst snowstorm in its history the week before I was supposed to go to LA for the first time. You know what I mean? That's such a sign. I feel like I'm gonna go and be like, oh, fuck. I've had a couple auditions for, like, out-of-town stuff lately, and I'm so like, no, I'm staying here, I'm staying here, this is where I need to be right now, I'm not done with the city, and then this shit happens, I'm like, right. Right. Why do I want to be here? Yeah. That's definitely how I feel, too, where I'm like, I don't feel a desire to move. Right. Pretty much ever. Right, right. And then I, like, look forward in the next few years, and I'm like, well, we'll see what happens kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like you said, something like this happens, and I feel like actually going to L.A. will, like... That'll be totally different. Right? Yeah. That'll, like, change the way I... It will change the way I ever think about it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Because right now, it's just this ethereal thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like... Uh, I find myself getting more and more, like, um, over having a day job. <laughs> oh, right? Over I, it. I mean, I work every day at 7. 
And she's like, what the Gosh. fuck is this? I'm so sorry for keeping you. No, dude, I have rehearsal tomorrow at 10 p.m. Because, oh like, God. that's just, like, it's the life. Do, yeah, it sucks. But Where do you work? I'm a nanny. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So I take him to school, and then I've got, like, two hours off. So oh, I can either nice. nap or, like, go to the gym or, like, run errands for them. So just kind of... It sucks that's you have my to break. get up that early, but you still... You have a couple hours where you can kind of, yeah. like, do things. That's nice. Yeah. That's definitely I that. definitely never shower. <laughs> and, like, never. my shower happens at, like, 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah, I, I would... like, pick him up and do my thing. Right. Yeah. I would never... Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. No, thank you. I didn't even shower today, and I was like, who am I going to see today? My boss, my sketch group, Kate later. Right? Yeah, this is a... fine. (laughs) Today was a... I did one audition, and it was like dry shampoo, but I'm not... I'm out of dry shampoo, or I wouldn't have even, like, considered a shower. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. it just would have been me waking up and not the yeah looking gray sh- for a minute little shake it out yeah, yeah, yeah. then looking better than i probably would if i showered exactly dry shampoo ladies and gentlemen and i think any yeah anyway dry, dry shampoo or just like baby powder i i there have been times where i've been without dry shampoo and thought is there baby powder and i still don't have that either no why does any person like even people with <laughs> Even people with babies have baby powder because it's not really good for your skin. And it just dries you out. It's great if you're on stage and you're playing an old person. Oh, it's really good gray hair. Sure, sure, sure. Said it before in my college days. Who but. I feel like you can... Uh, I feel like I only ever get cast in things anymore where I play a young person like a very young person such mm-hmm. as a child or a very old person. <laughs> yeah, I I only, the only times I don't play a mom is if I write it. Because <laughs> like, you're playing a mom in Penny. Right I there, played right? a mom in Penny. I auditioned a mom today. <laughs> my college resume was a mom. I remember my freshman like freshman year I was sitting in like the dining hall uh-huh. and there was a senior uh, who was just like a little chorus boy. He lived oh. in New York for a long time. He just moved back to Ohio, so oh. hashtag life after New York. Like, <laughs> that's his entire, yes. everything he does, hashtag life after New York. Oh my so, God. Of course that is him. That's his thing. <laughs> yep. Ex-boyfriend's on Broadway. He is not. He is living in Ohio. So <laughs> we were God sitting there. God bless you. Thank you, Brad Bailey. Um, so we're sitting there, and I'm, like, eating whatever, like, pasta bar plus cereal bar, like, oh, living right. freshman year of college. Yes. And yes, classic. And he looks at me, he's like, you know what? You're so lucky, Kate. I was like, why? He had a really weird voice, obviously. Um, and he was like, because you could just play a mom for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. He's like, like, okay. And you're like, mm, thank you. Thank you. But I am. I mean, I've always got work. Yeah. Looking like a mom. I feel you, man. It seems... Uh, yeah. Today, um, uh, I was talking to someone about, like, possibly trying to get an agent. Because someone texted me and was like, hey, are you looking for an agent? I My agent was looking for recommendations. Mm, I need an agent. And I, and I was like, um, yes, recommend me. Even though, like, this is something I've never attempted to strive mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. and dur- while I was like recounting that story my friend Katie was like oh oh I bet you could get an agent more easily than some other people do because you have a pretty unique look and I was like you're not wrong but 
then once casting comes, it's going to be like, oh, we don't need this squatty ginger girl. (laughs) We need, like, a tall brunette girl. (laughs) We want you. We want you. (laughs) No, I think that's what, like, we all think. But, and then I think there's a trend in TV, just people that look like humans. Interesting. Yeah. Like how Hopefully. real humans look. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm saying this because I want us to get jobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. want to get jobs too, and like I want to be optimistic, but whenever, that's what I hear when mm-hmm. someone says, oh, you have a unique look. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's like, I was saying this to someone who's like taller and brunette, you know? And she was saying like, oh, I wish I had a more unique look. You know yeah. what I mean? None of us can win. No, 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 no. None of us can. No. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, extremely pretty, tall, skinny people always win. Are always going to win. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's good fine. Good <laughs> Yeah, they're always going to win. Um, well, you know what moms are good at? What are moms good at? Hosting. Hosting. <laughs> it's what I love to do. My guest today is my dear friend, Kate Kershaw. Kate or Katie? Kershaw. Doesn't matter. Kate or Katie. That's right. I feel like I'm always going to do Kate, just because that's how I was, like, mm-hmm. introduced to you. Yeah, I, I mean, I went by Katie my entire life, and that's what, my full name is Katie. Okay. And, like, my family would call me Kate uh, on occasion, and then when I was a freshman in college, we were allowed to have Facebook. Like, Facebook hit my college oh, network. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And sure. I legit forgot the I. And so everyone... <laughs> no way! Yeah. So everyone just started calling me Kate, and I was like, oh, I mean, people always kind of have... That That's fine. Is so funny. I can't believe this. Yeah, I've heard, and I like made my profile, and then I got like a message back when all you could do was message. Uh-huh. And the message was from this guy named Tyler, who I had grown up with, and his name on Facebook was Ty. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Oh, are you going by Kate now? Now that I'm in college, I'm, I'm only Ty." Ty. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." And back then you couldn't really change your name, right. so it just stayed. That's so funny. Yeah. I never would have guessed that was the origin of yeah. it. Yeah, and people get upset when I don't want to pick. That's I'm like, so funny. It's a letter, and I'm like, yeah, but it's your name, uh-huh. and you need to pick, and I'm fine with either. I'm like, yeah, me too. It's a letter. Right. It sounds... Right. If you're fine with either, I'm fine with either. <laughs> yeah. It should be up to me, not You can you. pick one. I don't give a damn. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. So, hosting. Yes. Um, love it. What do you feel like the origin of your love for hosting was? Uh, being from the South. Yeah? Yeah. From I mean, Kentucky, right? Yeah, from Kentucky. So, my mom definitely doesn't have this gene, but I have always been a little bit more like my granny. And she, Aww. like, yeah, she's doing great. Did she live close to you guys growing up? Yeah, I mean, so my parents split when I was five, and after that, we moved into, like, my par- my grandparents used to rent an apartment in their house. Oh. So, when the divorce happened, they were, it happened at a convenient time for them not having renters. So, me and my mom and my sister just moved in there. Okay. Um, and so, my mom worked so much, of course. Yeah, sure. So, single I just mom, stayed. Single, single mom. Daughters. Trying to make it. Two little ladies who were Ugh. sassy as can be. So, um, <laughs> 
I was a sassy one. My sister was like an athlete and a star, and I was so funny. High maintenance. So <laughs> I, uh, my I grandma watched it. us. I love that. Yeah. Of two daughters, of course, one was the little high maintenance <laughs> oh. performer, and one was like the low maintenance, low maintenance athlete. Oh yeah, she played basketball. Tracy went to every basketball camp. She did everything. And I was like, I can't run that much. I have asthma. <laughs> I want to take tap. I want to do anything. But I want to watch General Hospital at three every day. That That's really so what I want to do. Delightful. I could easily talk about General Hospital in the nineties. Yes, well. yes, um, yes. So my grandma took care of me, and she has always just hosted and cooked for everyone her entire life. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just like a Southern woman and that's just what you do. Yeah. So I watched that. How many kids did she have? She just had two. Really? Yeah. She was very, um, I guess they were very into their family planning because she had come, she was one of four, but then her mother was one of 15. Ooh, bleed. So she was like, I want to have a boy and a girl. Done. And done. And she did that. So she had my mom and my uncle. Um, and so she just had the two of them, but she was very, like, she's a very independent lady. She drove, oh, which nice. was a big taboo in Eastern Kentucky for women to drive. Good for her. She worked until she had her first kid. You're from Hazard, right? Hazard, Kentucky. And it's like the same place that Mick's from, Yeah, right? Mick Napier's yeah. from Hazard, yeah. um, which we've talked about. He always... He talked me. to me about this one day. Oh, really? Yeah, your name came up for some reason, and, uh... And I was like, oh, man, she's so great. And he was like, yeah, she really is. I'm directing her in in my long-form show. Also, she's from the same place in Kentucky. I <laughs> the best is, like, I told him that at a rehearsal because it, like, I found out before we started the show, but I didn't want to be that sure, person. Sure, sure, of course. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, if it comes up or if he notices the goddamn tattoo on my arm that... Right. Is Kentucky with a star and hazard. Uh, then we'll talk about it. And it came up naturally, and we're talking about it, and he's like, bullshit. That's so funny. No, you're not. <laughs> Fuck you. And I was like, I, why would I ever lie that about this? so funny. So then my... Did you, like, pull up your sleeve? Yeah, and I was like, here it is. And he's like, you're lying to me. And, and he was like, I can't. I can't believe this. <laughs> That's and then, so like, funny. We would talk about it always as if he didn't believe me. And then one day my mom was in Food City, which is like... The grocery store in Hazard, uh-huh. besides Walmart. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Walmart. Food City. So she's in Food City, and this woman comes up and is like, now, which one of your girls does theater? Right. Uh, I think she's hanging out with my buddy Mick. That's and, so funny. Yeah, and of course they thought it was my older, much more successful sister. <laughs> and my mom was like, no, it's little baby Katie. She's up there. So then uh, he finally believed me. That is so funny. It yeah. took someone he knows from Hazard. Talking to my Talking mom to while she's people. grocery shopping. <laughs> That is, like, classic small-town South, though. Oh, yeah. And I told... I was, like... I was talking to my granny, and I was, like, yeah, do you know Mick Napier? You ever heard that name? And she's, like, well, I knew Napier's up in 16 Branch, and then named his entire family tree. (laughs) And I was, like, Mick, are you related to these people? And he's, like, that's my goddamn father. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, and where he moved... So he left Hazard when he was, like, seven, and then he'd, like, spend time there in the summers. Uh This is so not about hosting. It's okay. Um, it's all right. This is how it goes. <laughs> so, it has to do with, I think, small town South, like you said. I mean, the first thing you said when I asked you what your origin of love for hosting was, yeah. was being from the South. Being from the South. So, 
Um, so yeah, so uh, he moved. So he moved to Ohio, uh, the same town that my first cousin Col or my third cousin Colleen, but it's like my grandma's first cousin and best friend. Yeah. Um, lives, and I think he went to high school with my cousins in Ohio. That is so funny. It's really weird. What are the odds? Super fucking weird. That's, but that's just like how small towns, especially, I just feel like, I don't know. I'm beginning to think that like small town south is similar to small towns everywhere. Yeah. But I still think there's a pretty unique flavor to small town south. I would agree. I mean, there's something about Southern women. Mm-hmm. I think especially, like, there's something about Southern women always having to look their best. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't necessarily know is in every... Maybe it is, but you can live in a trailer, and, like, most of my cousins do, in the middle of a holler, but your nails are on point, your hair is always done, <laughs> your clothes are... Your sweatpants are pressed. Like <laughs> Your sweatpants. My mother irons underwear. Like... It all is, I am going to put my best foot yeah. forward. Even if other people might think that's not the best look for you, they are doing everything to look uh, better than what many people think that they are. That's so funny. And I feel like that's such a Southern thing, too, of, like, when I still lived in Lancaster, um, from Lancaster, South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, when I still lived there, it was, like, a pretty common thing. I mean, we all, I feel like most people know what people of Walmart is, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that partially exists because there's still, like you said, Southern people, regardless of where they are, what they're doing, where they live, are still like aware of how they look. So I feel like it's like such a joke in the South of like, oh man, like, I wouldn't even wear that to Walmart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, it's, it's people still, like, get dressed to go to Walmart. Like, mm. if you see, if you see someone, like, in slippers or sweats or whatever in Walmart, a, a traditional, like, southern person, I think, would be like, oof, can't believe they're doing oh, that. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You get dressed to go. I remember being sick and needing to go to the ER. My mom was like, clean your ears, because they will judge your ears. <laughs> Uh, put on a nice outfit. It's like, I am going because I am sick. Right. Yeah, before I started college, my grandma and my mom sat me down. Oh, no. And was like, we want, you know, we're excited for you to start this journey and all this. And I thought they were going to, like, talk about, like, sex or something. Right, right, like, right. No, dude, figure that stuff uh, like, on your own. No info here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like, just please don't be like your sister. And I was like, what Where did she go to school? She went to the University of Kentucky. Um, full ride had uh, her wedding was paid for through her scholarship money. Like she, whoa, is dope as hell. I'm very proud of my like older for sister. And uh, for a sport, not for a sport, writing, for academic. Her. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, she's a journalist, uh, freelance now because she's like, married with kids. Any who's all so. They're like, don't be like Tracy. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. She's like, editor of... How would I not? Yeah, editor of the school paper. Yeah. yeah, I can't do what she's doing. They're like, she never washes her hair. She wears pajama <laughs> pants to class. No. And they're like, she does POD, which is perfume over dirt. Always take a shower. P-O-D. 
Yeah, never do POD. So, um, of course, I was a theater major, so I was, like, up too late drinking, wearing, like, sweats that I thought were movement clothes every day. <laughs> they didn't see me. It didn't matter. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So, I think we're moving, I think we're shifting away from that as a... Hosting? As a culture... Oh. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are. I think we we're are. shifting away from, hopefully, maybe it's just because I've shifted away from the kinds of people who would feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's still people in our generation who would think that. I don't know where they are. I mean, I spend most, I spend most of the time, like, looking legit when I'm home like oh yeah my grandfather recently passed it was very sad of course it was a horrible time oh it's all right I mean it was you know it was hard at the time and my grandmother had been by his side for so long so her hair hadn't been colored it hadn't been permed it hadn't been cut sure so we finally like we leave hospice we're back home and Corrine who's also a sister of hers at the church and her hairdresser comes by to be like, Shirley, is there anything I can do for you? She brings uh, several cakes and pies. And and my granny just looks at her. She's like, you know what you could do? Come up here and color my hair and cut it. So she, like, brings her shit and, like, just cuts and colors my grandma's hair in the kitchen. Of course she did. Thank you, Corrine. Like, thank you, Corrine. Okay, so... That's, like, I feel like that's a really good cultural base. Yes. Um, what, do you feel like you hosted things when you were younger? Or do you feel like it, it kind of always defers to, like, the woman of the house? I think it differ. I always had, I, I was always the one kid that my grandmother allowed in the kitchen. Mm. Like, no mm-hmm. other of my, especially not my sister, because my sister still can't really. It's not a- she loves a recipe. Yeah. She loves a recipe, <laughs> which is not how I really operate, not how my granny operates. Uh-huh. So I was oh, one of I the. I love a recipe. <laughs> my sister, like, it's like, I found a new website that helps me plan. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, or you could just make a meal. Or you could just, like, buy stuff and cook it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like. Roast a chicken once a week. You'll eat on it for two days. You'll be fine. Um, so my, uh, so I think like it held. It started with like my grandma. Like I would just sit in the kitchen with her, and I would uh-huh. watch her make chicken and dumplings and fried chicken. And it helped that like my uncle especially always brought somebody home. Oh, that we that was like generally not from Appalachia like because he worked at the Y and there was just this period of time where he brought a home who is now his best friend this guy named Colum who was from South Africa who had like gotten shit stolen from him and landed in Lexington, Kentucky Dang. so he like he came home every Christmas and Thanksgiving with Colum and then Mike also teaches high school so if he had a student with nowhere to go sure. they came home Man, God bless him That's oh my awesome. uncle's a great guy so and then Colum's brother decided to come over from yeah. South Africa Denny, Denny came home all the time. He always had a new girlfriend. Like, there were always... He was always the one introducing a guest. Yeah, and my grandmother just like, boom, you're a part of the family. What do you need? I got you a Christmas gift. You're here. Yeah, when my... I will say, when my uncle finally got married, uh, his wife, who I adore, is Jewish. And that's the one thing my grandmother was like, I don't know how to do this. She's not Baptist? So is she, like, evangelical? <laughs> I can do that. Like, I'm fine is with her as long as she believes in Jesus. Lutheran? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she 
she couldn't handle it. She like got nervous when she served the Christmas ham, and Kara's like, "I'm super reformed, right? It's fine." Oh, really? Yeah. So she's not even like. No, no. Like, very, she's not, like, some kind of orthodox Jew. No, like, super-duper reformed. Um, the most that they really do is, like, they'll do a Seder once in a while because okay. they have kids now. And, like, okay. I think the daughter might may go to Hebrew school at some point. Like, okay. it's very relaxed. That's it's hard so to be funny. a Jew in Kentucky anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there are no synagogues <laughs> no. in my hometown. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. I talked about this before on the podcast, I think, but I knew, like, zero Jewish people when I was growing up. Hazard, there were zero Jews. The fact that I was friends with Catholics were like, what? Exactly. There There was one Catholic church and I went there for youth group and it was foreign. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of Hindu kids where I grew up. A ton of Hindu kids. So that seemed more commonplace to me. Interesting. In Judaism or like Islam or anything. Yeah, Um, same for me for a, there was a, a Mormon church um, they mm-hmm. got established, like, while I was growing up in my hometown. Uh, which I am, technically. Oh, really? Yeah, which is, like, another, I could have chosen that. Uh, would have talked about it. Yeah. Um, but, like, so a lot of Mormon people relocated to our area. Because it yeah. was, like, one of the only churches of that kind um, in our area. So, like, similarly for me, it was, like, something that may not be super prevalent, especially in the South, mm-hmm. was like, oh, this kind of makes sense, but I still don't know any Jewish people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my uncle and aunt got married at a Unitarian Universalist. And I just remember my granny and my papa walking in, and my sister and I, like, trying to hide the pagan circle signs. <laughs> like, let's just go to the chapel. Go to the chapel. Why is it round? What's going on? Like, the whole thing. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, we always just like my house like I'm from a big family um, and my grandma and grandpa because I grew up in their house I was just about to say especially because you and your mom and your sister lived we lived there right yeah I mean we had our own special place you know but it still made that a hub I'm sure yeah like mom worked late so we ate dinner with granny and papa so I always ate dinner like a 60 year old at like 3 <laughs> o'clock uh, which is legit but uh, you know they, they're just well, always I'm watching General Hospital. Oh God, I love General Hospital so much <laughs> from the '90s. Can tell you what's happening now. Um, but there, there's always people coming in and out. There was always some random cousin that needed a meal, or like right. some. My grandpa was a deacon in the church. Some random family. Sure, we were always making a casserole. A deacon in the Church of Latter Day Saints. No, it's a dad's family. So um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, complicated. Converted when I was in high school living with my dad, and my dad was interested in the church. Oh, that is another podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Sorry, yeah, I figured it. Yeah, that's why I didn't really understand because you'd like mention um, Baptists already, and then that kind of like threw me for a loop, and I was like, where does this tie in? That makes a lot, that that long story short makes it all make. Yeah, my family is all like. Uncle's an atheist, married to a Jew. Sister and brother-in-law are evangelical. Like, it's all a big... Dad doesn't know what he is, but when I moved in with him, he was very interested in the church. Gotcha. That's how that all happened. Gotcha, gotcha, Um, gotcha, gotcha. And every 14-year-old girl in the South goes through a spiritual phase. Oh, for (laughs) sure. Everyone's at some sort of... Shake it off. Shenandoah, you're at a camp. You're doing something. Yeah, yes, yeah. And you go to the camps and you're like it just 
forces you to think about something that you may or may not be thinking about mm-hmm. already and forces you to like feel guilty if you're not thinking about yeah. it or like feeling super religious yeah such a weird such a weird culture Oh, super weird. Um, so, yeah, so I noticed that I started loving to host when I went to college. Okay, cool. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah, and, you know, I'd always have friends and come up for the weekend. And you went to school weekend. at? Northern Kentucky University. Northern so Kentucky. Right on the border of Cincinnati. Okay. I lived in Cincinnati for most of the time I was in okay. school. Okay, I knew you had a, like, Ohio tie, so that yeah. makes sense that it's right there on the border. Yeah, and I worked, right after college, I worked for Cincinnati Opera right. and a museum in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah, I remember talking to you about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I just, I, anytime I hear that someone's in town, like, they have to stay with me. I'm insulted yeah. if they don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get really nervous if, like, my roommate brings a friend over and I don't have, like, beer or wine to offer them or, like, a meal. Like, I immediately make dinner when people are at my house. That's great. Like, I can't not. It stresses me out to not have a meal ready. And Uh it got to the point where my friend John would come over and he'd be like, so, what are we eating? (laughs) When are we eating? And I'm this like, is while you're in school. Uh, this is now. Currently. Now. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And, he'll, and, he'll, and I'm like, don't take my disease. And, <laughs> and turn it into you coming over here because you think you're going to get a meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not allowed. Right, right, right. That's don't do that. so funny. Uh, but I think it all came to a head this Thanksgiving when I hosted 32 people at my house. Amazing. For Thanksgiving. Um, and I went to the dollar store and bought everything to make it look very fancy. Yes. Because Kate does not pay full price. (laughs) I pay full price at the dollar store. Because it's already discounted prices. But I don't pay full price for jack shit. So (laughs) I went to Brown Elephant when they were like half off glassware because I wanted to make sure everyone had a real wine glass. Yeah. Real fork, real knife. That was my only... That's a great... It's Thanksgiving. You're not yeah. eating... Pl- I mean, the plates were that nice plastic <laughs> that nice you get at the dollar store. They're four for a dollar, so it means they're good. Yeah. Um, so everyone had a real thing. That's great. And everyone had a seat. That was my only rule. So... Those are great. Like, for 32 people 32 in a people. Chicago apartment... Like, living on dreams and prayers. Right. Those are great ground rules to set for yourself. The fact that everyone had a chair is miraculous. Yeah, well, the couch I turned into a table. Makes sense. But it said three and only three. Uh, but I borrowed, like, tables and chairs from the people I work from. Good. Work for. And then I covered the whole table in butcher block <laughs> so you could, like, write your name on it. Perfect. I don't Pinterest. I feel like I'm more creative than that. <laughs> and that I'm better than that. And I get very yes. I get very insulted when people come to my house and they're like, oh, I saw that on Pinterest. On Pinterest? Uh, like, fuck annoying. you, bitch. No, annoying. I did not. I have never, I don't have a Pinterest. I do. I do. Yeah? I do. I look at it for like hair stuff. Like, oh. it's a cool way to dye my hair. But you would never do it for hosting things. No. Or like making your house look cute or whatever. That's, that's my thing. You know, yeah. I'll be inspired by apartment therapy right great apartment website apartment therapy.com highly recommend it it's really great uh, uh but pinterest is for a bunch of pussies and i <laughs> don't fuck with it when it comes to home and stuff i love it but yeah so like i saved up wine bottles and like i made a centerpiece i had Aww. i had mums everywhere That's i really great. loved my table i had candles everywhere 
Um, I brined a 22-pound turkey. Fucking yeah, you did. Yeah, and we also, we had... I also, like, had to make a spreadsheet. Uh-huh. So, like, I had two people had hams, four people had stuffing, right. three people had mashed potatoes, this person had salad. Um, That's so lovely. My freezer is full of rolls. That's so funny. Everyone was... Too con- many rolls. <laughs> everyone was concerned that no one would bring rolls. Like, that was, like, everyone's main concern. <laughs> I can't believe you still have rolls. Oh, I have... So, Ryan Asher brought... Stole so many olive rolls from her work, which I like and she does, but most people don't want like a Mediterranean themed roll. What is, what, 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 wait, first of all, where does she work? She works at a great, I mean, right now she's working on the Sega City cruise ship. She's working on those high seas. <laughs> she's right working now. on the high seas. What restaurant does she work at? She worked at this place called Cafe Dolce. Oh, that sounds off the Damon stop. Vaguely familiar. Uh, it's real good. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So they have these all o- these rolls that just have like olives. I kind of want one right now. Yep. Interesting. It sounds good, but you're right. It's like a pretty specific thing. Yeah, it's, olives are a pretty divisive food. They really are. Um, I think olives and mushrooms are similarly divisive. I know. I don't appreciate when people dislike. I also. I, when I cook dinner for people at my home and they won't try things, very... Don't like it. I do not like that. Don't like it. Don't like it. If you haven't had something before, you should always try it. Just try it. Just take a little bit. Oh, I don't eat mushrooms. You know, I'm trying to... I don't really do a lot of cheese. I have one friend who doesn't like cheese, which I think is fucking bullshit. That's insane. Yeah, and so she's like, I mean... I mean, if you're going to make it, like, just don't worry about me. I'll figure it out. Right. No, bitch. (laughs) Sorry about it. I feel like that's the other side of hosting, though. It's like you, as someone who takes pride in the way that you host, Mm -hmm. would always be a very conscientious uh, party goer or Mm -hmm. gathering goer where you would always... I feel like you would be the best guest because you're a very good host. Oh, I, I hope I am. One thing is, like, if somebody doesn't like something, I get upset. Like, I want them to try it. Right. But if you are allergic, different story. Of course. I will make a separate meal for you. Of course. Like, uh, my friend just started dating this girl who is gluten-free. Uh-huh. She has celiac disease, and she's a vegetarian. <laughs> yep. But... If she's going to come over, we're going to have a You're meal not, for Heather. Of course. That's exactly what I was going to say when you were talking about, like, someone saying they don't like cheese. It's like, it's one thing to say you don't like cheese, and it's another thing to say you can't eat cheese because you are you choose to be a vegan or you're lactose intolerant. Like That's very different. Totally different. No, my friend Meg's like, she just needs to get her life right and like cheese. <laughs> like, how does she not like cheese? I don't get it, man. I don't That's get fucked it. up, dude. Specific cheeses, sure, but like cheese in general <laughs> as a group of foods, come on! I know she'll eat pizza and just like bite around it, bite around the cheese on pizza. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb as fuck. Oh. I love her. I'm sad she moved back to Kentucky. I'm very sad about that. But having to deal with her cheese issue, not so sad. Hashtag life after Chicago. <laughs> Hashtag life after Chicago. Life after the big city. Life after almost on Broadway. Uh, yeah. uh, would you host parties in college? I would occasionally. Were you a theater major? I was a theater okay. major. So there was always a party. I will say, like, oh, I love... For sure. I wasn't even a major, but... Uh-huh. 
I hung... That was, like, my crew, even though I wasn't a major. And there was always a party. Yeah, we... I, I, I never lived in the party house. Yeah, me neither. But I was always best friends with those people. Yeah, so, same. Yeah, same. I would always help host and help put everything together. Yeah. Because they would only buy booze. I was like, we need something for the alcohol. So right. where is our Tostino scoops? <laughs> Excuse me, where are our scoops? Where's the salsa? God bless you. We need at least three frozen pizzas when yes. we're all fucked up. God bless you. We Every have group it. of college friends needs a person like you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, the only one that I was like very instrumental in planning was we always had theme parties and they were always just a way to like get people in a small amount of clothing. Right? <laughs> of course. It was like pimps and hose or like um the college next to mine uh ccm uh, since a college conservatory of music oh a really really wonderful conservatory um they always do parties we'd go to theirs as well they did the porn party every year we just dressed like a porn you were star in porn? Yeah. <laughs> jesus christ like, it's very weird so i decided to make i wanted to make a party that was like as least sexual as possible yes which was the denim on denim party you had to yes. be wearing head to toe denim yes but of course my friend jessica made denim pasties like oh no I just wore a Tasmanian devil shirt. Of course you did. And some oh, jeans. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had a we had a we had a professor in college um, who was from Texas, or at least had spent a, a decent amount of his time in Texas. He was kind of like he kind of claimed a lot of places as his like homeland. He was just one of those people. He's yes. like, oh, I'm from Texas. Oh, I, if I could, I'd move to Ireland. It's really, you know, he's like one of those yes, guys. Yes, he's yes. like, he's kind of a buffoon. Um, so, uh, but like kind of a lovable one, but sometimes he'd do stupid <laughs> asshole stuff because he was a buffoon. Anyway, he would often wear denim on denim, like a denim shirt with denim pants. Texas tuxedo, Canadian tuxedo. Yes. And... We would always, like, make note of it, like, during rehearsal. Like, if he was, you know, giving us notes after rehearsal, it'd be like, oof, didn't want to. You know, like, Canadian <laughs> Tuxedo. You, you, like, right, it's, like, written in the margins yeah. of your script or whatever. And then one day he wore a denim hat. And we lost our shit so we always would call it a triple decker <laughs> so like among my group of theater friends yep. triple decker is denim hat denim shirt denim pants <laughs> it's really like a good solid look it, it, I feel like it's deaf making a comeback it's like, making a huge resurgence and denim are like yep. becoming totally acceptable I mean it's the Gap's motto is just to wear yeah, as much denim as possible that's a good point yeah. it's dress normal Normcore, yeah, whatever normcore, yeah. Fuck that. That's why I, I, the outfit I'm wearing today is because I had to audition as a mom. Oh, like, yeah. little blouse, a uh, blouse. I'm wearing a my grandmother would be very proud. I'm wearing a blouse, <laughs> wearing a cardigan, makeup is on. It's uh-huh. very. It would be a Granny Shirley proud moment. Uh, I'm wearing jeans with a hole in the knee, a t-shirt I've had since elementary school. And nice. a hoodie and a baby. <laughs> so. And you look classic. <laughs> classic Mary Beth. Looks great. And North Elementary School, just say no club. What are you saying no to in elementary school? <laughs> Sex, drugs, growing up. <laughs> Responsibility. <laughs> I think that, I think it was like a version of dare. Yeah. Um. So I think it was supposed to be like a just say no to drugs. Yeah. That's what I remember it 
that I think it was that was like the uh, the understood finishing of the just say no club, just say no to drugs club. But it's like you said, we're in elementary school. Like I didn't even know what weed smelled like until like college, and then when I found out. I looked back at my life and was like, oh, that was that crazy weird smell at the football stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> there weren't skunks always in my sister's room. <laughs> yeah. She lied. There isn't always a skunk in her room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's, like, drugs are, like, very prevalent in Appalachia, but yeah. I remember in fifth grade we did Just Say No, or we uh-huh. did Dare, and our, the officer came in and was like, if you have ever drank alcohol or had marijuana, stand up and get out of here. And, of course, the one kid who was, like, held back. Oh, yeah, of course. Josh Hoffman and he stood was, up and left. And we're like, all like, 12 in fifth grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, man, that's so funny. Our dare officer, uh, also, I believe this was fifth grade because we had dare and just say no club. They were really trying to keep us on the <laughs> yeah. so South Carolina? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and he, his name was, um, oh, fuck. I can't remember his last name. Oh, that's really sad. Um, his first name was Kirk. Um, what and maybe we called him Officer Kirk. I thought we called him by his last name, but maybe we called him Officer Kirk. Oh, fuck. It's going to bother me if I can't think of it. Anyway, because it's one of those, like, nostalgic things. Um, the reason it means anything is because he did stuff in the community playhouse of mm-hmm. Lancaster County, which I also did, and my dad did, and so he, like, knew- The dare officer did community theater? Yes. Oh, yes. God bless he his was, soul. He had this beautiful, like, baritone or bass voice. He played the plant when we did Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I love it. So, like, it was in-fucking-credible, and that's, like, why it bothers me so much that I can't remember his name. Um, but, uh, he, when he came into my fifth grade class, like, for the first time, he was like, he called me Strawberry, and it was short for Strawberry Shortcake. Like, if like if he called me by my full name, he would call me Strawberry Shortcake. But he, like, walked in the front door. Oh, Kirk was his last name. His name was James Kirk. Thank God. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we're good. Back on track. He walked into the trailer, mobiles, uh-huh. that we had our yep, class yep, in yep. because of fifth course. grade was all in the mobiles. He walked in and saw me and went, hey, Strawberry. And, like, when you're in fifth grade... That ruined your life. That is the most mortifying thing that you can ever imagine. That ruined your life. I When I was in fifth grade, I had... We had a sub, Mr. Spare. He came in, and he was doing role, and he's like, Katie Kershaw! <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you related to Mike Kershaw? And I was like, yeah, it's my dad. It's like, oh... Had good times with the Kirsch. The Kirsch. <laughs> it's like my dad was like stoned for like the majority of his teen years. Yeah. Uh, failed his senior year of high school. Did it again. So like he was a mess. The Kirsch. Oh, the Kirsch. The times are yet. So of course, a lot of skunks around. If you know what I mean. <laughs> like my fifth grade class was all of like what 50, 40 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all knew each other, and by the end of the day, I was the curse. The curse. No. It was the same for me, though. Kids yeah. called me Strawberry for, like, most of fifth grade. Yep. I'm like, ugh. 
fucking cruel. I hate it when people you knew from the real world came into your fake yes. school world. Yes. Yeah. It's just like the opposite. Like, nobody likes seeing a teacher outside school. Yes. Do you watch the cartoon Clarence? No. It's What's Clarence? Really, really good um, cartoon for kids. It's like an adventure time. Like, oh, cool. Clarence has a mom, and she has a boyfriend that stays over sometimes, and he's got a friend that has two moms. Like, it's oh, all cool. like... Interest. Cartoon Hour? Yes. Okay. Yes, it says. So there's an episode where Clarence sees his teacher in the real world. Yeah. And he like flips out and she's like, Clarence, did you think that I lived at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it shows him imagining her being like, okay, bye kids. And then just closing the door and like turning into a robot. And that's so funny. <laughs> and like powering down and like being plugged into the wall. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and he's like, that's what happens, right? I got to check this out. I yes. always think of the line from Mean Girls. Oh, I love seeing uh, teachers outside of school. It's like seeing a dog walk on their hind legs. Yes. <laughs> I used to always, I was really good friends with one of the other theater professors, not the buffoon. Uh-huh. Um, and if ever I would see him outside of school, which I did from time to time, you see him at like Publix or whatever. I'd always be, I would always like say that to him. I'd yeah. be like, ooh, it's like seeing a dog walk on his hind legs. And we'd just like give him shit, even though college is like. College is so different. You're so beyond that. Yeah. I did have. <laughs> This one professor in college, uh, Daryl Harris, who I love to this day, who wore so many rings and bracelets <laughs> that he, when he went to the airport, he had a diagram on how to put them back on. He wore, like, just, like, gowns and costumes. And, like, every two weeks out of the year, he would cleanse, not have any caffeine, no alcohol, and nothing processed, and wear all white. Like, he is... <laughs> and wear all white. Yeah, he was an anthropology professor, but also did theater. Like, oh, super fucking weird and perfect. So many... The gauged ears. He took those out too when he would do his cleanse, like <laughs> the whole thing. And he was, oh, hello, 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 Miss Kershaw. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Hello, hello. And he sounds incredible. We never saw him out. We were all like, we should just go to the Kroger, buy his house, and just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> but no one ever. I never saw him out. Like yeah. if he was out, it was because he was. I saw him at a play. Right, right, right. Which is not real. Right, you know? right, right. Even and, it was, and it's still socially acceptable for him to be wearing gowns and like. Yes. Of pieces of jewelry, so many, like so many weird hats. <laughs> so I mean, he made one hat that was just looked like it was like a hot air balloon uh. that just sat upon your head. <laughs> He's insane and brilliant, and right. like did a, did his dissertation on Mardi Gras Indians. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras Indians is like this group of African American men who dance at Mardi Gras in these this crazy regalia. Google it. It's insane. He traced its roots back to Africa, did his sabbatical in Africa, looking at the roots of Mardi Gras Indians. So, needless to say, Daryl Harris is the most fascinating he man. sounds amazing. And I'm sure he can host a damn party. I was just about to say, what you should have done is hosted a party that was so specifically themed for something. He like hosted like a Mardi Gras Indian party. And yeah. Like, hey, Professor Harris, we're having a party this weekend <laughs> just for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a show that he directed, and like during the run, like one kid who was a train wreck, like doctors thought he may have had like swine flu or oh. some like some like trending disease. Sure, two thousand and nine. Sure, and. He couldn't do the show that night. And, of course, it's college. We didn't do understudies. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're freaking out. And um, his part was small but very integral. And our poor what stage show was friend, it? Um, 
Rhinoceros by Ian Esco. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great show, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I played Daisy. Um, That's awesome. Because he wanted to do non-conventional. He's like, what is a non-conventional, like, ingenue and cast me? And so, cool. like, my Jean was 5'2". That's and, like, so 100 pounds. Fun. He's, like, a different world, different standard of beauty. We did a pair. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We it's my did, favorite show I didn't call it. Yeah. One of my favorites was um, <clears throat> The American Dream by Albie. Albie? Yeah. Yeah. I played the old woman. I played nice. the grandma. And uh, we paired it with The Bald Soprano. Oh, so, wonderful. So, like, a couple of just little, like, absurd pieces mm-hmm. uh, that were both really fun casts. And yeah, similarly, like, one of my favorite roles that I had while I was in school. Oh, yeah. It was excellent. I had a giant foam wig. Like, everything was weird about it. I was in stilettos. Like, it was great. But this guy... Was um, going to miss the show. Yeah, I had to miss the show. So Daryl actually went in for him. No way. He was the only one who knew it well enough on such short notice. Yeah. So it's like, your director is on stage. And all these guys did. They were the mechanicals. They just, like built the set around right, us with their bodies. Right. Shit. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But they were dressed like Devo with the hats and everything. Awesome. Um, we couldn't... The stage manager was a good friend of mine, and he she couldn't get a hold of Daryl all day. We found out oh, Jim no. couldn't do the show. And so all day we were just like, he's in a hut. Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> what does he do? Where is he? He's in a coffin. Like... <laughs> He's levitating. <laughs> um, he's marrying a woman. Like I don't know. Like there's, he could be doing anything besides like napping he's on or a going to grocery. Made grass thatched mats that he keeps under his desk, um, and he pulls it out and sleeps on it, except for the hours that we see him. Yeah. <laughs> his office at the university he decorated before his own home. So he's like, I need to be here the most. <laughs> it's full of masks, incense that he burns illegally. Like, oh my god, he's it's top. I want to have a Daryl Harris themed party now. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Do it. Uh, what are some of your favorite? Um, I mean, you hosted thirty-two people for Thanksgiving. That's obviously like a pinnacle for for hosting prowess. Uh huh. Do you have some fun post grad? Uh, uh, parties or things that you feel like you posted in Chicago? Um, let's see. It doesn't have to be huge blowouts or anything. No, I'm getting to the point where, like, my parties are, like, lame, but I'm proud of them. Yeah. Uh, like, we do, we, my first two years living here, we did a holiday party at my house. Because awesome. we had a lot of, we have a lot of friends from college who live here. Cool. And at that party, there are certain, like, foods I like to make, and, uh, everyone decorates. I buy everyone, um... An ornament. Oh, and everyone cool. paints an ornament, and you get to take that home with you. That's awesome. So I like to make sure... I like a party that has stuff. Yeah. You need to take stuff home with you. That's so You need fun. to have things. I like for parties to have a drink. Yeah. Like, we need to have our drink that that's we do. Great. There I needs to be that. the main appetizer that's like, takes all the time, and then the easy ones, like... That people are always going to eat, but dips. then, like, an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always have your dips and your stuff. Um, I also have a passion for, like, making unnecessary things from scratch. Yes. Like, yes, which is, like, yes. the burden of the overprivileged white person. Um, <laughs> like, I decided I wanted to, like, make my own pumpkin puree. And I do it every year. I roast a pumpkin. I didn't do it this year, but past, like, four years I have. Probably five years now. Um, and the first time I did it, I called my granny. A puree 
with what purpose? To use for soups. Okay. I love Thai pumpkin soup to use for pies, cakes. Gotcha. Okay, so this is like a Cheesecakes. Night for anything. (laughs) Anything. That's awesome. Yeah. So I... And I'm sure it tastes a thousand times better than like... Does it? Not... I'll I'll say it it probably tastes a thousand times better than if you just like bought one of the things you described ready-made. Yeah. But if you were to just, like, buy a can of pumpkin puree, it probably tastes pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at the point where, like, in the first video, I was like, it tastes so earthy. And now I'm like, it's a goddamn It tastes like it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I called my grandmother when I was uh, roasting the first one. She's like, I was like, have you ever done this? She goes, no. Didn't you know it comes in a can? (laughs) She was, like, so mad at me for, like, doing this. So, like, I I made my boyfriend a pie for... He loves pie. He doesn't like cake. So, for his birthday, I always make him a pie. Nice. Yeah, he likes cherry pie. And, of cherry. course, I don't... It all has to be from scratch. I have to pit the cherries myself. Right. Yeah, I have to cook them. And a crust, I can't make to save my life. Will I always try? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and when I could just so easily buy it, and I'm like, no... Like, that's that's another thing about my hosting is if we're going to have fried chicken for dinner, that means it's going to brine and buttermilk for two days, and we're going to do the whole thing. Right, right, Like, right. there's no cutting corners. I love So that. I don't really host, like, ragers, or I love when people get drunk or, uh-huh. like, have a good time and really let loose, but the focus is that, does it look really good? Sure. Are people always fed, and is it always clean? Yes. Like, Thanksgiving, I didn't sit down. Like, oh. I was constantly, like, picking up, and by the end of the night, like, my boyfriend and my roommate and a couple of my other friends were, like, helping uh, clean Pick up, up and they were like, wow, this cleanup went by really fast, and I want to be like, didn't you yeah, see me clean? Because I cleaned during it <laughs> the entire time. That's the only way it's going to work. I try, I find myself trying to do that at parties. I also sound like a super martyr just then, and I swear I'm not. Oh, no. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Thanksgiving. No, no, I don't, I don't see it like that because, because this is all housed in you saying that one of your passions is hosting. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that comes along with it. Yeah. Um, uh, I love that. I love that these things that, like, other people would be like, ugh. I have to make this from scratch, or like, I love it so much. Uh, like, I have to clean up during this party. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that you see as part of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a thing that you're doing for the people who are there, but also like for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like this New Year's, I was not supposed to host a party at all, but it just like I invited. Like, I had a friend in town from New York, and uh-huh. then my roommate had a friend in from Cincy. Uh-huh. So, we are like, let's all toast to each other tonight, and then we'll part ways. Like, sure. I had a couple parties I was going to say, it seems like it became, like, a pregame type thing. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, our friend Johnny sent a mass text to everyone we went to college with, saying, like, drinks at Kate's, Kate and Robin's. And I was like, what? Is oh, no. happening. Oh no! And then his boyfriend dropped over. His boyfriend comes for money. Seven bottles of champagne that his family just wasn't using. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't cooks. I don't know uh, what it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so fancy. Um, so, uh, so then it like became a thing, and I made a few different dips. 
with it. Like, if I'm going to do it, now we're do it. doing it. You gotta do it. Yes, that's so funny. Like, look at my roommate. Make so a playlist. Funny. We're making these, like, chorizo stuffed dates. We're making... Oh, oh my God. They're my favorite, like, go-to Shut hosting dish. Up. It's... They're very easy. Oh. They seem like they take forever. Well, how do you... What do you do? Tell me everything. So just buy <laughs> buy dates, pit them all. Okay. Um, it is not long, but it's a sticky process. Fresh uh, dates? No, they're Already? just like in those little those little containers. They look a little dry. Okay. Yeah, okay. but they're super juicy. I think I know Sharma. Yeah, they're like in the produce section, especially Southport Jewel. Love it. As walk in. So I bought a box of those, pit those, and then saute just some chorizo. Take it out of the casing, saute it, and um, add in um, goat cheese at the very end. Yes! Yes! I was just about to ask <laughs> if there was any cheese, but you weren't <laughs> done describing it yet. <laughs> Have you ever been to Cafe Baba Riva? Uh, no, I haven't, but I'm also, you're not done. You stuff it, oh. wrap it in bacon. Yes! You brush it with maple syrup. Yes! You put it in the oven for like... Ugh. 20 minutes, I cook it in my cast iron, so it, like, it's oh, extra awesome. special. Um, and then, while that's happening, you can whip uh, some leftover goat cheese with, like, maybe a little heavy cream, so it's, like, a little bit of a sauce, and cook down some blueberries. It's so good. And it looks so fancy. When it's really not. I can't say words, because I just want that so badly. Come over to a party. It's my go-to party thing. That and pizza nuts, which are so easy. Fuck! Pizza nuts! That is just, like, crescent rolls. You cut them in half and, like, make it, like, you tied in a knot. Uh-huh. And then cook it normal, and then coat it in butter, sprinkle Parmesan, and then have a bowl of marinara. Marinara. Yeah, Ugh. it's, like, super easy. Guys, fuck Pinterest. <laughs> fuck Pinterest. Make this your own damn This is the real deal. They have, so they have bacon wrap dates at yeah. most tapas places. Yeah, they're very in right now, but... Everyone likes them. Yeah, they taste like dessert. Incredible. Because mm-hmm. uh, and then, but like they had this. My boss takes the classes that we teach at work out to Cafe Babarebo. Like uh-huh. every time we teach a class, but I can't usually go because of this thing yeah. that we do together and try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every once in a while I can go. And one of the times I went, their special was chorizo stuffed. Mm-hmm. Dates and they had like a little bit of cheese in it. I would probably assume it was goat cheese. Mm-hmm. And he, my boss, was like, "Oh, they have these dates right now that are even better than the bacon wrapped ones." And I was like, "What? What are you talking about? How could that be possible?" And they had it, and I was like, "How do these taste better?" And it's basically exactly what you just described. Yeah, it's so easy. It looks so fancy. It's spicy. It's sweet. And it's I like just super can't savory. Fathom, like, making that for yourself. It's so easy. I want to throw a party just so I can make them all. <laughs> well, my boyfriend and I have this habit of like, we love going out to eat. Yeah. But we also, he's served fine dining for years. Oh. Um, and we love making whatever we try. So he used to do a gig. He was doing this gig in Milwaukee and there was this restaurant we loved that made those dates. <gasps> cool. This way. And so for what his. What restaurant was it? Do you remember? 
I don't. It was downtown. It seemed fairly new. Okay. It was like a. Bur- it was known to be a bourbon place. Oh, okay. Which is why I'm a huge bourbon drinker. Yeah. Which yeah. is why he. I know. I feel it. like you couldn't leave Kentucky and not right be a bourbon lady. Right, right. It's definitely my uh, alcoholic drink of choice. Yeah, I mean, I just for the most part just drink whiskey on the rocks. Yeah, as my thing. But Me too. Um, so for his birthday last year. I this past summer I tried to recreate one of our meals oh, from there. Oh, cool! I know we're so cute. So, so and you cute. made him a pie by hand. <laughs> the pie, spread. yeah. It was. I don't bake well. Neither is my <laughs> grandmother. I think that's where I get the non-baking that's aspect so, of my life. I think that I, if I may, would think that would stem from an aversion to using recipes. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, baking, baking is, is science. So much more of a science. It really than is. is. My granny makes cakes. Yeah. But it's the same cake she's always made. Right. She knows exactly Yeah, how and to all make she does it. is ice it and go on her way. But, like, right. there's so many women around her that are like, they bring these. Old, she makes, like, fudge. My granny makes oh, fudge. Sure. But that's also not. Also, a pretty science list thing to It make. is. Yeah. Very science <laughs> Like, she makes fudge, peanut butter rolls, cake. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. Or a trifle, because that's just layering. Yeah, you're just, just like, putting a bunch of shit in the same bowl. <laughs> yeah, or as my aunt calls my granny's chocolate trifle crack. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, my mom got on this kick of making a dessert for a while that she called Death by Chocolate. Uh. And it was like uh, chocolate pudding, crumbled up brownies, pieces of Butterfingers. But that's basically my granny's trifle, but with Heath Bar. Ooh, Love it. She does Heath Bar. Same. And then yeah. whipped cream on top of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my granny does that and just layers it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was one of the reasons why I brought it up, because I was like, I bet it's a variation on the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My grandmother will slaughter, like, fried chicken. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Drop biscuits, like, with molasses, oh, chicken and yeah. dumplings, Ugh. cornbread, like, the whole southern spread. But then when it's dessert, she's like, I got mm-hmm. ice cream sandwich. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just bought some moose tracks. <laughs> if anyone's ready. Mm, get my friends Ben and Jerry to bring the dessert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's oh, never a big thing. so funny. I yeah. love, man, it's so, I feel like that's so, like, nature versus nurture. Like, was, was that, like, in you? Or, I think it's probably a combination. I think too. it's a combination. I don't like science. <laughs> uh, just, I, 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 don't I do like, like science, thus love a recipe. <laughs> yes, you do. My sister loves science. My brother-in-law, engineer, he follows a recipe and it is damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd rather eat it. Like, I've eaten things that he's made me and because he's a great cook, uh-huh. a recipe cook. Uh-huh. And then I'll just go home and make it. And Tracy's like, how did you do My sister, like, how did you do that? I'm like, I just know what I tasted and I just made it. See, that's beautiful. That's that's an art. Cooking is an art. Like It, it definitely is. Um, you can't deny that. Yeah, I also can't bake. I like I can't make cookies like that are like from a roll of dough, and it pisses me off. I have like one. I can make brownies from a box and put something in them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one of my classic go-tos, also something I stole from my mom, is uh, baking a thing of brownies, and then um, when they're fresh out of the oven, 
putting a bunch of unwrapped Andes mints on it. Yeah. And then letting it melt a little and, like, spreading it all around. Because we were like, holy shit, these are incredible. And it's like, yeah, they're just normal brownies with, like, a small layer of mint chocolate on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I can do. That, I can do uh, buttermilk pancakes. Ooh. But that's like making a biscuit. That's still... Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, and you kind of got to feel it out, you know. Yeah, man. My roommate would relate to, like, everything you're saying. <laughs> she would. She She's also very... She's very hosty. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, Stephanie does things like this all the time, and I love it. Like, I I like hosting people, but more in the, like, social way. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm a great, like, logistics hoster. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of, like, all I do at times. That's like, funny. My friend Hannah's coming in town in a couple weeks, uh, more like a month at this point. Yeah. And I'm pumped to have her here, and whatever she wants to go see and do, great. Uh-huh. But it's like, I'll probably sleep on the couch. She can have my bed. Yeah, sure, sure, You sure. know, I want to make sure I need to buy new towels before she gets in town because yeah. my towels are gross. I need to, you know, make sure she has all of these yeah. things. I'll go ahead and buy her Venture card. Um, yeah. What beer does she like? I'll make sure that That's I have so it. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie would do all that stuff. I think I'm decent at stuff like that, but mostly I'm just like, I'll bring the party. You make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I can bring that party and I can like make sure we have enough beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, My roommate's great. I would say that she's definitely not as much of a host. In fact, in New Year's, she was like, we're having a party and was like, now that we are, we're doing it. Right, 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 right. And I think Thanksgiving was a bit much for her, but... She will. She's like, I'll make a playlist. I'll make sure people know where to put their coats. Yep. Yeah. And we're good. It's so funny how, yeah, I just feel like it is, it is a specific, like, interest or desire or, or passion, I guess. Um, she got it. She, I think she even talked about, I think she considered talking about hosting on the podcast too. Oh yeah. 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 She talked about poop. It was hilarious. I love that. Um, that's I could also talk about poop. I think you guys would get along swimmingly. <laughs> good, good. You want to be my roommate? What? What just happened? Uh, I've um, been working a lot. I'm an Annie, and I've been helping a lot of a few different families potty train boys because it's hard lately. So like I feel like I'm knee deep in like poop talk. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, she also went through a phase of that. You guys would just be. I feel like if you lived here, too, I would just, like, never have to worry about any stuff like that. <laughs> well, I looked I'm up, kidding. I'm assuming one of her kids made that? Uh, this is, my nephew made this. Oh, because I made that with yeah. the kid I nanny this oh, year. Really? Yeah, I think it was, like, a popular, I think, I can't, I think this was, like, a thing that my sister-in-law yeah. helped. Yeah, like, I made that with, with, yeah, with my nephew. It's a little Christmas I didn't ornament. do hats, but I did do scarves. Cute. Yeah, it's a trade-off. It's a little um, Christmas ornament that has a handprint mm-hmm. that's white that each of the fingers has been turned into a snowman. It's really adorable. I actually think I saw you post a picture of when you did it with the kids you nanny. Probably. Did you post a picture on, like, Facebook or something? Probably. Because then when I got this for Christmas, I was like, oh, I saw this. That's I a thing. My friends did this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. things trend around. Yeah, so that's... For sure. Uh, that's little Ian's hand. Aw, how old yeah. is Ian? He will be three in April. Nice, that's a good hand. Yeah. Good hand yeah. friend, dude. And he'll have a baby sister a <gasps> month or so after that. 
That's exciting. Very exciting. That's awesome. Very exciting. Yeah, so I, it's just, it's similar. Uh, I actually have a really similar family structure to you, in that, yeah. but it's my older brother. Uh, gotcha. And, like, his wife is very good about, like, hosting logistics and always, like, ask us what we want to eat when we go visit them and, like, Mm -hmm. gets all that kind of stuff squared away. But it's similar in that, like, my brother's an engineer. She's a a speech um, therapist, like, pathologist Mm -hmm. at a hospital. They were both very successful. They have a child and most of another one brewing and mm-hmm. i'm like mm, i'm the younger sister <laughs> figuring stuff out in chicago oh <laughs> i mean that is the story of my life my uncle waited uh really late in life to have kids so he's 52 and he just had his fourth whoa his wife's 35 whoa Dude. good on you <laughs> right <laughs> right love it uh yeah so they so she's a speech path He's a high school principal. My brother-in-law's an engineer. My sister's a very successful freelance writer. They have three kids. My uncle has four. And so I'm always like, who are you? You need a ride somewhere? There are too many car seats. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't fly in to, like, where my uncle oh, or my sister no. lives. Oh, yeah. They don't have room. Yeah. Uh, this year, I took my boyfriend home uh, for Christmas. He drove me down and stayed first, for a day. First time around your phone? First time. Nice. First time. Yeah, we've been... Around your family, I guess I should say. Yeah, he's met most of the fam, but... Uh, through different things. We've been on and off since college, mm-hmm. so it's been a, a long That's affair. That's another thing that I think I may have talked to you about before, like at <laughs> or something. Oh, Probably God, in, probably. like, the same conversation where you were like, yeah, I spent some time in Cincinnati and some time in <laughs> Kentucky, yeah. and you're like, I, at, like, because I was like, I wonder, because I think at that point you were off again, but it was still one <laughs> yeah. of those things where you, like, kind of kept in touch and stuff. Anyway, I'm yeah. sorry to, like, creepily remember things no it's clear that i talk too much about myself no i love it no i want i feel like i even was like what's your story and these are like the things that i got in return yeah if it was great and funny and i wanted to know things about you no thank you (laughs) i think during five b's we were definitely off yeah um yeah and then we soon got on again and haven't been off since then nice yeah yeah. so that's been a two a year and a half yeah Nice. Yeah, yeah, So... He lives in Chicago now? Ish. It's hard. He's an opera singer? Whoa! Yeah! Because I think that's why, or, like, one of the reasons we started talking about either him or about Cincinnati, because you worked at, at an, an opera, opera house. Yeah, and that's always one of those things where people are like, what? Because I've, I've dated a couple singers, um, just because that's the way it worked out. You yeah, know, when you're sure. around certain people, that's, that's what happens. I get it. Yeah, so, uh... When you sing, when you're a singer, there's never, like, you're never going to go to a city and there's, like, five companies. Yeah. You know, it's always travel. So, we've been really lucky that he's been at the Lyric. That's fucking awesome. He's been at the Lyric since September. Fuck. Cool. Yeah. His contract ends in March, and he might go up to Harlem Opera and do a run up there. Damn. For this other show. They were really interested in him, and then who knows? You know? Who knows? Man. People string you along. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he'll do... Who knows? Who knows what he'll do, but the Lyric really loves him, so Very we're hoping cool. that stays. That is so cool. Yeah, he's full-time... 
full-time paid-ass opera singer. Paid-ass. He's getting ready to do a show. I hope he doesn't listen to this. That's four and a half hours long, and I will go. I will be there. (laughs) I will be there. That's love. I know. He was even like, you don't have to come. Yeah, but but of course you have to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's love. Yep. I mean, <laughs> the I, number of times he's seen me do shitty ass. Yeah. Improv, God, he's so supportive. So true. Isn't he's so, so true? dumbly supportive. So yeah. yes, I will see your four and a half hour. That four and a half hour improv equals ten shows where you've been one of the audience members of the playground. Yes. Like that yes. is equal to that. Yes. yes, that's so funny. Yeah, I feel. Hey, I think that's kind of a sweet spot though of like two creative people dating who don't do exactly the same thing it's perfect like there's no competitive spirit i understand enough of what he does because of where i've worked yeah and he understands enough of what i do because it's certainly not as hard to understand (laughs) um yeah he'll now like he's seen so much since september because i didn't i didn't do comedy before i moved here Uh uh-huh and he'll be like, I see what kind of player she is. That's or like, so funny. what the form you were doing? That's great. Yeah. It's, that's precious. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's really I'm wonderful. I'm in a like kind of similar boat uh, in that I'm on a day zone, but he's not really a performer, but he's like been through IO, mm-hmm. but he mostly does like directing and writing and editing. Oh, cool. So it's like, it's very cool and he's good at it and he's just now getting to a point where he's doing it more. Mm-hmm. So like every once in a while there will be a weekend where he's like, um, he's really good friends with Ryan Ben and he and mm-hmm. Ryan will like do these little screenwriting competitions that take, like, a whole weekend. Yeah. So it's, like, on Friday night and Saturday during the day and Sunday during the day, they, like, write a short screenplay together. Oh, wow. Very cool. It's really cool. And, like, he's yet to let me read any of them. But when that happens, I'm always like, but I wanted to do something on Saturday during the day. And I'm like... But he is like, yeah, when can you hang out? And I'm like, ooh, this Wednesday or maybe, like, next Friday. You know what I mean? Oh, my <laughs> schedule is bullshit. And it's like, so to see me, he'll come see some garbage improv show, yeah, like you said. Yeah. And it's like, and I have no place to be like, why can't you be available for the one Saturday during the day <laughs> I, know. I want you to be? I know. So it's like, that's my four-hour show is like exactly it's like exactly. time when he actually gets to write and do the thing he wants to do yeah yeah like this saturday chase and i had made plans to go out like to have a date night and i got out of a rehearsal like five of course like it couldn't be an all-day thing right right that doesn't exist right and i like shot him a text like hey when do you want to hang out because uh, he lives in the burbs right now oh. with like some family friends and um he was like, what? Don't you have a show? Uh, and I was like, no, no. Believe yeah. it or not. And he was like, cool. Taking a shower. I'll be in the city. Yeah. Like, we are going to go to dinner the time normal people yes. go to dinner. Yes. I'll do yes. the whole thing. Like, the snow day yesterday was, like, my first, like, 24 hours off. Like, thank you, IO, for canceling shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it was awesome. so funny. We, it was, I was... I always have an early Saturday or Sunday rehearsal with inner logs, and it's always like, we'll do something together on Saturday night, and like, I always have to like, peel myself out of bed on Sunday, you know what I mean? And it's like, and my rehearsal got canceled because we were having a terrible snowstorm, and I was finally just like... Oh, we like went grocery shopping together right. and like all 
these normal things. And I was like, yeah. this never happens. I know. Chase got snowed in and he ended up like wearing a pair of my old pajama pants all day. Yeah. And like, this is what heaven is yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Stephanie went through the same thing because Second City shows got oh, canceled. Oh, wow. So Paul had the first non-Monday night off that he's had in like since September. Forever. Yeah. Forever. And they like got into a little bit of a like fight because she was like we are hanging out because like we never get to hang out like this yeah yeah and he was like you're right come over like <laughs> yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so it was uh yeah man so funny yeah i've been They're- trying to like be better about it like if i do get out at like of a rehearsal at eight and somebody's like hey will you do this weird mashup right at nine and just be like no yes i've had to start being i about need that to too. do this yes yeah yes man yeah only oh. adding like one or two extra things on top of your dumbass i feel you so hard <laughs> yeah yeah so hard yeah uh, thank you for giving me two random things this week that you're adding to your schedule (laughs) you were my two random things oh you have no idea how much that means to me (laughs) that thursday thing's probably gonna be like a standing invite oh great great well i mean i have rehearsal what time is it it's at eight it's at eight i have rehearsal at annoyance until eight. Oh, so, so like easy peasy yeah for the next couple of weeks at least so it would make no sense for me for me not to pop yep. over cool 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 okay um i realized we got a little bit off topic but it's kind of nice to like peel back the curtain a little right you gotta to know the uh to be a host you gotta know the hostess i don't know sure <laughs> I, don't know. I was just trying to tie it back in um but anyway uh to to put a little button on this um and i feel like these are a lot of things we've been talking about so mm-hmm. far but it's always nice to kind of um to to wrap it up this way um how do you feel like your love of hosting has influenced your life both creatively and uh, just your life in general. Um, I think I look at hosting a party as a creative venture. Like, it's not buying supplies. It's can I make something that people get to have a takeaway? Um, what's a cool recipe I've never tried? What's something I ate at a restaurant and I want to try to recreate it? Like, yes. I always test on whoever's, like, That's coming over. awesome. Um, what's, I don't care what music people want to hear. What's going to sound cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. You like, you're doing the sound design and set design. <laughs> yeah. and like, it's all like fun for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it, should we watch a movie? Does that take too much time? Is that too distracting? Yeah. Is that the kind of party we want to have? Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to plan for this many people, but cook for this many. Sure. Um, are there containers for people to take leftovers home? And like all of that stuff. Yeah is very creative to me and also of course i love cooking in general yeah um and cooking is like my meditating like i don't have to like think about like i can puree a pumpkin and like that'll take four hours (laughs) you know i can roast a chicken and like really pay attention to it and do all of that stuff you know like whatever it is Uh i can focus on it Uh uh-huh and i love that. that yeah that's great yeah, cooking is definitely meditation for me. And I think ah, that's really beautiful. And I think it really, like, I mean, Stephanie is definitely the host among her group of friends. Like, when yeah. her group of friends, they hang out, hang out, they hang out here. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like it seems pretty similar Very similar, you, yeah. Where, like, your group of friends from college hang out at your place because you're hosting them. It, it definitely is my place. I don't know if my roommate always loves that. Yeah, right, but, you right, know, right. honestly, with the way my schedule is, it so rarely happens anymore. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so when it does happen, it's like, sorry. Yeah, right, 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 this right. This is what's right. happening. Right, right, right. Yeah. Man, um, this has been so lovely. Yeah, Is there anything so much. you feel like you'd be remiss if you didn't mention? No. Surrounding hosting or anything else? Around hosting or anything else? Oh! Never think that you could host a Thanksgiving and put your heels on in the morning. <laughs> I put my heels on in the morning. I knew I, I also Man wanted my straight. look together. Right. right. And, I, and I ended up barefoot too early. Uh, but if you had waited until I people waited, started showing up. Would have been a very different story. That's a solid piece of advice. Yeah, don't put your heels on too early. Thank you so much for yeah, doing this. Thank you for having me. You're so lovely. Yeah, you are. I say this at the end of every podcast, and I always mean it. I love you, and I mean that. Aw. <laughs> I love you, too. How going? This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.